You know what's funny? What's funny? As the producer, I can leave all of this. <laughs> and you have no choice. No, because I can edit that shit. I'm sending it Sunday morning. <laughs> So this week we are doing something a little bit differently because Scoony is absent. Do I sound like Do I sound like Stu if I talk <laughs> like this? <laughs> so I would like to introduce everyone to Warren, Hi. our amazing editor, <laughs> who's coming in and keeping me company so we can keep the uh, you know podcast life alive. Yeah, for all you great listeners. Well, Stu's on the road being a big boy, <laughs> being, making the big bucks. <laughs> um, but. Right before we started recording, Warren, yeah. you said you had a, a, a story about your dog. Right into it, huh? And and I love dogs. <laughs> yeah, this is heavy, but <laughs> it's good. It's good. Is this a heavy? It's one? good. Yeah. So I just met your dog. Yeah. Her name's Baby Girl. Right? Yeah, you remember? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's adorable. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. So I have a little baby Pomapoo, and uh, like background, I got her when I was like nineteen. So like what six years ago? Yeah. Um. And, uh, little, little baby Pomapoo, white, fluffy, cute little pup. Um, she's super adorable. She's the best. And, uh, so I got her when I lived with my dad and then, um, when my dad died, I had to get custody of her. Right. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't have dogs where I lived. So it was kind of like this weird situation where like, what are we going to do with baby? Yeah. So my girlfriend at the time took her and, um, has been like the greatest dog mom in the world. Oh, that's good. Yeah, right. We're no longer together, so we have like legit split custody over a dog, <laughs> right. which I feel like hopefully never happens in like right, the real in the world. Future. Yeah, but um, no, she's been great. And uh, so I finally got to have a weekend, like a dad's weekend with baby, Aww. right? So this is, you know, this happened two days ago. Um, so baby comes over and we're having a great time. You know, we have a good first night, like, yeah. you know, I'm giving her treats and loving on her. And then um, my, I just rented out the second room to my house to my buddy, and he was moving in, and so I had to be careful with baby not to let her outside the house. Right. And uh, she was all good. My buddy was all moved in, and I was like, okay, so everything's good. Doors are closed. Like, I can go out now. Like, I can go out right. and have a drink, right? So I went out and had a drink, and I was sitting at the bar, and I get a call from the alarm company from my house. Yeah. And I was like, never good. and I was like, hello. He's like, hey, it's somebody from ADT. Like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. And uh, he's like, your alarm's been going off. And he's like, do you want me to call the cops? And I was like, well, hold on a second. Let me call my roommate. So I called my roommate and uh, he answers and he's like completely out of breath. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I let baby out. She's gone, man. She's gone. And I'm like, oh the God. fuck? I was like, all right, go turn off the, I d couldn't even register. I was like, just go turn off the alarm. It's not a big deal. He goes from stop, turns off the alarm. I get on the phone with the ADT guy and I'm like, don't worry about it, man. Like, don't call the cops. It's just false alarm yeah. or whatever. So I was just like sitting at the bar for a second and uh, I looked at the girl I was with and I was like, so my dog just got out. I don't know what to do. And she's like, we, sh we should probably go like yeah. get her. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I like crushed the drink and uh, got in the car, went home and uh, she was gone, like gone, gone. Like usually she runs out and will run no more than like 10, 20 feet roll on her belly and like it's over. But this was new territory. She was, she yep, was totally running. random house in the middle of the city and she was gone. Um, so I immediately called my ex um oh, and told her yeah and uh and it was just like the most ironic thing it's like of course like the fucking two days right. that i'm washing this dog it gets out and it's gone you had one job <laughs> Bad dad. even though like it's like the, the worst thing that can happen to both of us right, like the absolute right. worst so um lauren comes over immediately and we're all in cars driving around the entire i mean everywhere that we could 
yelling out the window trying to find baby and there was just nothing and that was like the most heartbreaking thing was that like me and my ex both believe that like you know we have that kind of like mindset where if we really want something right it's gonna happen you know like we just were envisioning baby just running out to us and it wasn't happening and like as each hour went by we're like what the fuck like this is worse this is worse than we thought like she's actually fucking gone so Tried to keep it together as best as we could. Um, you know, I had a couple mini panic, like breakdowns, like right. <laughs> breaking shit. Understandable. But like, yeah, I was just frustrated, yeah. right? And like, I mean, the worst part was is that it was this brand new roommate, first day, who let my dog out. Like, it yeah. wasn't even on me, technically. Yeah. And like, I didn't want to hold it against him. So there was like that element of like, I felt really bad for this guy. Was he just trying to be nice and just let the dog out? No, or? he was just trying to walk in the fucking house and oh, she just and she bolted, bolted out. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I ended up going to bed. And had dreams all night about it. And I woke up really early. I got like two hours of sleep. Woke up and it just had to run back outside and try to find her. Couldn't. Cried again. Called Lauren again. She came over. And, you know, we both like took off work and we're like, we just got to fucking find her. So we did the whole shebang. I mean, we had flyers that we were writing up, um, printed out, uh, called every like, you know, place that we could. Put on every Facebook, every fucking like the next door app, like anything that we could to try to like get any sort of like awareness about it. Um the worst, like the most heartbreaking thing was she had a friend who was like totally helping out and she made an email, bring baby girl home at gmail.com. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, no, I can't read that. <laughs> so, um, oh. so we're, you know, we're driving around all day. At this point, it's like four thirty five PM the second day of her being gone. And, uh, Lauren, we're just sitting there like pretty much discouraged at this point. And Lauren's like, she just had like one of those witch feelings where she's like, I'm going to go check my phone. So she got up and walked to her phone and across the room, I heard, hello. Like she just answered it. Like someone was calling. Right. Yeah. And so I like got up, ran over there and she was like, you have her? Like you actually have her? She like checked like four times. She's like, wait, like you have her in your arms. These two like angel women got you know saw her up on like it was like four and a half miles to the east pretty far for a little fucking pup for like 17 hours um on a bridge with like fucking buses and trucks just zooming by her oh my god this this lady had to like scale the fucking bridge get her and her friend was like holding her you know by her body to try to get uh like to try to reach baby and they got her and they fucking called us and brought her to us and like i mean that's so good. That I've sh- never felt that before. It's crazy, right? I've never felt like I went through my dad's death and this was worse. This oh, was so no. much worse because like, there, you the know, unknown. it's the unknown. Yeah. I mean, you can watch like a murder movie, but you would never watch like an animal abuse movie. You know, right. it's just a totally different thing yeah. that you don't really think about till it's happening. It's fucked. Yeah, the unknown. Well, I can definitely relate. I had a Jack Russell. Her name was Kira. Yeah. And if you want to talk about a runner, mm-hmm. like she was that anytime people would like, like you can tell a Jack Russell owner by the way that they act around dogs yeah. where they're like, everybody watch the dog. Don't let the dog out. Because like, it's just streak across the freaking yard. Yeah. Um, like, and she was so, she was so bad about it. Anytime anybody would come in, she would just right between the legs and it's just white streak across the mm-hmm. yard and there ain't nothing. And that was the frustrating part is she listened so well. All the rest of the time, except for the, she was just like middle fingers, like flying down the yard. Um, and it, and it was really terrifying. I, I never had any time when she was gone overnight, luckily. 
every time she would still kind of stay close enough. But there were several times where I was like having to walk neighborhoods to try and find her because she'd run off or, but eventually I'd find find her like face down, ass up in a groundhog hole or something like that. Like (laughs) just being a dog, just being a dog, like there's something here. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, I, I couldn't imagine going days without it. That would the be the really overnight hard. was by far the worst part. Cause like, I felt so guilty, yeah. you know, like, yeah, that's exactly, well, that's what it was is cause the guy I was with at the time, he would be like, just let her, she'll run it off oh, and then she'll come back. And I'm just like, can't. I can't sit in the house. I can't sit nope. in the house. Nope. <laughs> like, nope. there's just not, that's not happening. Yep. Yep. So it's like, I'll be outside for four hours until she comes back, but I'm not going to just sit here. Right. Yeah, it's a whole different thing with animals for some reason. Yeah, it really is. And I, I care like- so much less when kids get lost. Like, <laughs> legit. Uh, like, I got the mail that next day. Right, baby was back. I was feeling great, like on top of the world. This was today, and I get my mail, and uh, like one of the first things that I saw was like one of those like missing children thing, and I was like, that sucks. And then I realized I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, that's so sad. We care way more about animals than we do. I these know it's, it, it is a little harsh, but it's like I get the Amber Alert on my phone and I just kind of look around and like, I'm like, well, I don't see any kids here. Like, what? It's so bad. Like, because what am I gonna do? I can't like leave work. Not my baby. It's <laughs> really harsh. It's bad. <laughs> I mean, there's so many more humans. You know what I mean? We're yeah, just, we're a little. There's already too many. I mean, there's not too many stray dogs. <laughs> Oh, and then there's great. the other bit that's like, you know, no one cares about like, oh, my rat is missing. Like my, <laughs> my mouse got outside. My ferret has been lost But if it's a dog, days. like the whole community bands yeah, together. Dog, dogs and cats. Those yeah. will be the ones that are like, and even cats half the time people are like, it's a fucking cat. Right. Like, Which I would it trust. It would rather be outside. I would trust <laughs> my cat. I mean, I let my cats out. You know, they both are outdoor cats. So oh, like, I, yeah, I would totally let them out and See, do their I've thing. Never, they I've could go for weeks that. and I'd be like, ah, oh, they're fine. They'll be back. But <laughs> as soon as a dog gets out, I'm like, oh, she's fucked. Oh man, yeah. See, for for cats, I've never had indoor outdoor cats. They're so cute. Well, I mean, they're cute, but I can't. But it, that's one of those fears. It's both a fear yeah. thing and also an ecological thing. Where I'm like, I know they're out there just murdering birds yeah. and killing shit. And the other part is just I've seen too many cats on the road mm-hmm. that it upsets me because I'm just like, Ugh. like if it was out on a farm in the middle of nowhere. Right. I could see that. Let them go out in the barn and kill rats. That's cool. Right. But I don't know. Anywhere near, near a road, like even this is too close to a road for me. I think, I don't know why, but I feel like cats are less removed from lions than dogs are oh, removed sure. from. You know what I'm saying? So like, for sure. as a cat owner, I feel like an asshole if I don't let them <laughs> go be a fucking lion. Like, go predator it up, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. And like once they taste it, like like oh. they want out. Oh, like yeah. my cat wants to go out. Oh yeah. Well, there's like these cats in here. She's so cute. Um, Max, yeah, he's like loving on your coat over there. Um, there was one day that I was coming down the stairs, and he's sitting in front of the door, uh, like the pantry, and he's just staring at the crack at the bottom of the, the little pantry. And I was like, "Well, there's something in there." There's I was like, and he kind of keeps going back and forth. I was like, "All right, fuck it." So I open the door, and he like bolts in there, and I hear a little bit of scurrying, a little bit of scurrying. And then all of a sudden it's mouse down the stairs and then max down the stairs. And I was like, yeah, go get him, bro. Like (laughs) there's like, he knows, like if I open that garage door, there's like cat beeline to be like, Hey, I want to go in the garage because they want to go get a mouse. Like as work, I'm far enough out in the country that there's still mouse and there's like a Krieg over here. So there's little chipmunks and critters all over the place. Have you ever watched him kill one? Um, I, not a cat. I've never watched a cat kill it. I, I used to have a snake while well, my boyfriend and I had a snake nice. and we would feed him live mice. And How'd it, you feel about that? 
It actually doesn't bother me nice. that much. I am more of way more of like a science animal nerd. So like I grew up watching Animal Planet. So I'm used to watching like lions taking it down antelopes and tearing the, them yeah, apart. Like that yeah. doesn't bother me. I'm yeah. just like, oh, that's just nature. Yeah. But it is funny whenever like you're picking up the mouse and you're like, all right, Captain Crunch, and you throw him <laughs> in the box, like <laughs> in your Oreo, like throw him on it. <laughs> Do you think the mouse has enough of a consciousness to like really be like, oh no? Every now and then you get a scrappy mouse oh. where he's like judo chopping the snake. <laughs> Shit. He knows. Like, he's feisty. He like knows. I almost want to kill you, bro. <laughs> but you know. I mean, if you took down the snake, yeah. then that's a mouse that you keep. Yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> but I don't think there was. Uh, there was one snake. time that uh, my ex, we he had fed the snake. So whenever you have a snake, the best way to feed them is you take them out of their enclosure, you put them in like a box or a tub or something like that, because then they know that when hands come in my cage, it's not food. Mm. When I go in the box, it's, it's food. food, right? So they, you can literally see a personality shift. Cool. Um, so he was always really cool. You could get reach in his cage and get him, and he never struck at anybody or anything like that. But you put him in like we would put him in like the tub or something like that, and he immediately kind of get in his corner like, all right, shit's about to go down. You know yeah. what I mean? Did like, you watch his eyes time. change? Um, I don't. You can't really see your eyes change. Yeah. But it's just it's a per, it's a whole body change. Yeah, like you see them yeah, kind yeah, of assume yeah. that I'm I'm gonna feed, eat now. Um. So there was one day he'd had the snake in the box downstairs and he'd put a mouse in there and then he kind of like passed out on the couch. The snake didn't eat the mouse. Like every now and then he wouldn't, he like he would eat three and he wouldn't want the fourth one or something like that. Um, so he didn't eat the mouse, but he passed out on the couch. So Who's he? My boyfriend at the time. Okay. So he, <laughs> I know, so he gets, the snake gets out of the box oh, shit. and the mouse gets out of the box. Oh shit. Yeah. So he wakes up, he finds the snake, but the mouse is gone. Mind you, we have two dogs at this time. <laughs> so there's one night, like a couple of nights later, Whoa. that I'm standing in the kitchen and all of a sudden he's like, don't move. And I was like, you can't fucking say that. Like, you can't say that to a person. If they're like, if there's a don't move moment, you just have to you act move. without saying don't move. <laughs> like, but so he's like, don't move. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, the mouse is right behind you. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, shit. So. Um, so I like move and it goes like under the stove where that, like that pullout drawer is. So, um, I'm like, well, shit, what are we going to do? And all of a sudden I was like, well, Kira, yeah. <laughs> little Jack Russell. <laughs> and here she comes beelining into the kitchen. I pull out the stove and I was like, go get it. And she goes under there, gets the mouse, pulls it out, drops it right in front of me and sits down. Like, got it. <laughs> yeah, good, so good I was like, puppy. all right, good job. Good <laughs> so you get extra puppy. treats. <laughs> So, so no cats, but dogs and snakes. Yes, I have seen. <laughs> when that was kind of astonishing, to, like it, that was one of those. She was never bred for that, but it's like an innate oh, yeah. thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I just yeah. do this. Yep. I killed yep. the thing. You yep. told me to do it. Here it is. Yep. Happy. Cats, <laughs> cats are fucked up because they won't really kill. They'll play. They'll like, play. Yeah. And then they'll and like then leave they'll the head. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> they, like, they hey, will make a game out of it. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a, there's a this is a fact, and I'm gonna fuck it up, but like there's only two um animals that are known to play with their prey instead of just straight up kill it for oh, survival. Really? Cats and humans. Really? Yep. I don't know. I feel like I've seen a lot of sea life do that. Like um like seals. With, like, penguins and stuff like that. Just I think fucking, they, like, torture them? And, like, orcas. They'll, like, throw seals up in the air and shit. But to eat them, right? They eat them, yeah. See, cats won't eat it. They'll just kill it. Oh, just you're for saying fun. just for the murder Just aspect. for fun. Yeah, I no see, survival of it whatsoever. They'll just do it just because they want to. I like, see. It's so cool. And just Morbid. like humans and seal killers. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. They're so creepy. 
<laughs> That's kind of funny. They're so good. Do big cats do that? I yeah. wonder. Yep. Even big cats, huh? And then when cats like bring the sport. bring their like kills to their owners, you know, like little house cats, they'll bring yeah. them. That's because in the wild they have to prove that they can hunt before they can leave the pride. Oh. So they have to bring everything that they kill back to the mama. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I love kitties <laughs> so much. I know. I I don't know. I love animals. Like that's. I really have one of those personalities where I like animals more than people a Same. lot of the time Same. because they don't they're talk. just they're easier. <laughs> like it's black and white with them. Like they're yeah. like I like food. Yeah. I like sleeping. I like cuddles. I like cuddles. Don't touch me whenever I make this noise. Yep. Like <laughs> it's really easy. Can we like somehow work back in evolution as humans just to get to Can that level? Can we devolve a little yeah, bit here? Just take the frontal lobe out. <laughs> Everything it's goes just back to normal. wrecking everything. Like it's <laughs> it hitting wild. It fucks everything up. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Speaking of frontal lobes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the curse. Yeah, we were talking about. So we were talking about like mental health and selfishness and stuff like mm. that a little bit before we started recording. Um, I know you'd mentioned thoughts on selfishness in society so you're saying that more people need to be selfish or more people are too selfish or yeah like, let's expand on this a little bit I'm, I'm curious so i feel like um in today's world it's like people are afraid to be selfish to the point where they're holding themselves back you know um I, I definitely noticed it with myself, like growing up through school, which I feel like most people do, where it's like you realize that you're like good at something, but then you get made fun of for being like good at something and trying too hard, quote unquote. Right. Oh, yeah. So people so then, like act like you're trying too hard right, because they can't do it. Yeah. Right. So then you are like, well, I don't want to be that guy. So then you like take a step back and you like literally hold yourself back. Right. Yeah. Well, I've noticed that like, especially like, um, like when I was managing people, uh, at like a retail store, I noticed that like a lot of the kids that I was hiring, like the younger ones didn't want to try that hard, not because they couldn't fucking do it, but because they were just like trained to like not try hard at shit. Because it's almost they like, cause it's cool to not be good of course. at stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's like carrying longer and longer into people's lives. Like now that I'm like older, I'm still seeing it from like a lot of people. And yeah, I'm like, and dude, like, you, you should be doing up so much better shit. Yeah. And you're holding yourself back because you don't want to be considered like selfish in other people's eyes. And it's like, yeah. dude, you need to have like a decent amount of selfishness in order just to fucking have your backbone and like be successful as a person. Yeah. Well, it's not even just selfishness. It's just like integrity on some level. Like, like establishing being an adult and being responsible and following through and that kind of an aspect. Like, sure. cause it's, um, it's just not taking accountability, not taking full responsibility for what you're signing up for. Right. Like if you sign, cause that's one of those things that always killed me. Like I've told you, you know, I've said before I started working when I was like 15, mm. I've always been a good worker. I've always had that mentality of if I'm going to a job and you are paying me money, mm. I am going to do a good job for that payment. Okay. I don't think that I deserve to be paid. I think I'm working and earning a yep. paycheck. Um, so there have been a lot of times in my careers that I've had 
that I've had um, people tell me like, slow down, you're making me look bad mm-hmm. or you're, you're, you know, you're making it look harder or you're making it look too easy and stuff like that. Or, and they would almost try to tell me to tamper back yep. being a good worker yep. because I was younger than them yep. because I was, you gave like, a shit. Yeah. It's one of those, like I just showed up to do a job. Like I've never been one of those hanging over the cubicle wall and talking for two hours out of an eight hour day. That has never crazy. been me. Yep. I am the person that tends to get people to stand over my wall like they congregate right. around me. Um, but I, but you sound so selfish. Right now. I know, but, <laughs> but my thing is, it's like I, I'm being paid to sit in a chair and work at a computer. Like I, that's, I'm, it's a job. Yep. Do the best at your job. Yep. It's it's a point of pride. Like you yep. should do a good job because it's reflective of you. If you do a half ass job, does that mean you're like a half ass person? Like it kind of implies that to me. I would say so. Like if you Honestly. don't give a shit, then why should I give a shit about you? Right. So nice. I don't. Cool. We're on the same page. <laughs> Maybe selfishness is too much of a tight label for the whole idea. I, I do think though you are onto something. I do think that some people need to be selfish with their time in. Because I have a tendency to like stretch myself too thin. I do too much for other people and I won't pull in an hour or two of my day just for me. Right. That I will put myself and my my time on the back burner and not be selfish in order to appease more people. Right. Um, so I, I do agree with you actually that people should be more selfish because I think I would follow through with more passion projects and I would follow yeah. through with more things that would directly impact like my feelings for the better right? or like my, my path for the better. If I put that side, like if I set aside time to exercise every day, like that's totally a self care thing right. that I don't do half the time because I'm tired. I'm lazy and it's easier to go help somebody distract else. Distract yourself. Yeah. Right. Is go yep. help somebody else do something than yep. it is to work on myself. Yep. So relatable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, I think it's a balance too, because obviously you can't just be a hundred percent selfish prick and just not ever do anything for anybody else. Yeah, you'll be a hobbit. You're a, a, a hobbit. Yeah. You'll be a hermit. And you, <laughs> Maybe you'll be a hobbited hermit. <laughs> That's. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get the beard and the fuzzy feet all in one go. Like. <laughs> yeah. What else you got on that list? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about like. Um, we're talking about like mental health too. So, but I think that goes along with it. For like sure. to me, mental health should be a selfish thing. You should take time for yourself. Like it goes hand in hand. So exercise is one taking a walk in the woods. Like, um, we have, we live in a society that is so ADD driven. Right. It's so clickbaity. It's so, you know, 30 second clips. It's so like boom, 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 go from here, there, the other that nobody knows how to like slow down anymore. Right. It's like, you almost like can't afford to exactly. like, it's like, as soon as you start to slow down, you feel like you're like missing out. And that's, it's a beautiful and a sad thing about right. this country is it has this crabs in a bucket, like a crabs in a barrel feel to it, where if you're not pushing forward as fast as you can to get ahead, you're getting pushed down. You're getting pushed down and somebody else is getting ahead of you. Right. And it's, it's, a toxic idea in some way. Like, yes, it drives you to be better. But um, to what, to what extent? Like how, exactly. like to what, your life's extent? what matters that much? Exactly. Cause it, to where you it's forget about point, living. You're not living, you're existing. All right. you are is driving towards a means to an end. Right. And there's no guarantee that you're going to wake up tomorrow or you're not going right. to get in an accident on the way to that thing. Right. That you're, you know, however old 
and you haven't you don't have any stories to tell other than just what you do to right. try to get ahead. Yeah, good for you. Like, <laughs> be like, oh, so you, you don't have fuck. a personality? All this is is the like it's just well, this. That's cool. Like your spearhead through the dart. <laughs> so yeah. it, balance. Yeah, like it's important to take a step back and slow down and actually like reflect on your feelings and be like am i happy here if i'm not happy here what can i do to be happy here like oh, i'm a man i can't do that i'm busy don't cry put that shit down <laughs> but do you find like do you you said you go on hikes and stuff like that too absolutely yeah, yeah. does that help you kind of get out of that place a little bit for the most part yeah there's definitely days where i go on a hike because i'm stressed and then i end up just fucking stressing you know and i'm the like damn time. it yeah and i'm like damn like the whole point of me coming out here was to not do what i'm doing right now <laughs> but m for the most part i do it definitely as like a meditative like just to get out and relax and just enjoy like little pretty things that you don't normally see and you right. you forget about them you forget at how pretty the sound of like nothing is other than nature right? it's gorgeous it's beautiful like, it's if so you pretty if you just go into the middle of the woods and find a place to sit down and sit down to the point where you're like, you're, you've caught your breath, you're not breathing heavy anymore and just close your eyes and just kind of like listen and like, let yourself sink into that deep place of oh, like hearing every s insect, every bird. They're so loud. They're so loud. <laughs> so crazy. That's the insane thing is like when you stop making noise, you realize how much it's noise so there loud. is. And they're all trying to bang, by and the way. Oh yeah. They're just like, <laughs> they're hey, like, you honey, what's up want to bang? Oh man, like I live next to this creek going out on my back porch and the frogs. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Frisky boys. Frisky froggies. <laughs> like they're definitely all gay. The water's turned all of them gay. Um, but <laughs> they're just screaming out you up at like two in the morning. Like it's it's but it's fantastic. Like yeah. I love it. Yeah. Cause it's it is kind of like a meditative thing, like I like with ASMR or um people who listen to like oceans and white noise and that kind of stuff to get in a meditative state it does like being out in nature it, it induces this level of like noise like it's not silent there's something no. you can it, it like i think it just reminds us of what we actually are which yeah. is just a fucking meat sack being around a bunch <laughs> that of other up in this right. area yeah, like we're lucky that we can actually think about shit like this but realistically we're not really supposed to you no. know like that's that's way farther beyond of what that's, like we were supposed to shit. <laughs> like, we're cursed we're blessed and cursed it's the perfect yin and yang you know like um we are the universe knowing itself right which is a scary thing to I, think about yeah and i feel like the more that you think about that the scarier it gets and like you <laughs> just shouldn't go there You're like, la, 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 like yeah, speaking yeah. in tongues and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like knowledge is like like a curse like, the, like you just don't want to go there but it's, but it's beautiful. I think it's yeah, it's totally beautiful. It really is because the the idea and the reality that now we have the ability to have records, mm. like we're we're looking back in time and we are recording for the future. So like going forward, we've got a running record of all evidence. You know what I mean? Right. Like. As long as, you know, and there's definitely going to be some sort of apocalypse, but like as long as an apocalyptic type of thing to wipe out humanity doesn't happen we've got hard files and hard records of a lot of shit now yeah to where we can carry this through humanity 
as a species. Yeah. As long as people continue believing it's true and it's a verifiable fact and that kind of stuff, which right. we're already fighting. Right. Like that's some, sometimes I think about that too. Like that the earth is flat. <laughs> absolutely. Every single day. <laughs> and the way that the like sun circles around. Oh yeah. Dude. No, the sun's flat. Come on. Let's be real. The sun is just like a flat globe just hovering. Um, I think that's something we're already fighting in our evolution is this fake news thought process that a lot, like half the country is having where it's like, some, like people are just denying facts it's as the facts. boy who cried wolf but on like a real level but then getting mad at you being like you don't fucking believe me i'm gonna kill you you know what i mean be like dude i'm looking there in a fucking wolf like i believe that you thought you saw a wolf but i don't know what you want me to do about it now there's too much information because <laughs> it's i think sometimes a lot of people like a simple life which they, is fair. They want to not think about all of the questions we don't have answers to. Right. The answer is God. Right. It's easy. I don't want to think about all the answers that are, you know, or all the questions that go with this. It's aliens. It's ghosts. Right. It's right. like they come up with an answer and yep. that makes them feel okay. Isn't that cognitive dissonance? Is that what that On is? On some level, yeah. I think so. It's, But some people do it knowingly and some people doing it unknowingly. Right. Like they, they just, it is the way that they are. Don't blame them or hate them for being the way that they are, but they just are the way that they are. So when you have a quote unquote woke part of your population <laughs> where they're trying to progress some stuff going forward, like we've seen this, it doesn't work. Let's go in this right. direction. This is bad. And you've got a lot of other, other people saying like, don't interfere with my life and my ideas. Right. It comes to a head. Right. So we are, we're like battling ourselves uh. on some level of like where, uh, where, our humanity is even going which is nowhere good no. honestly <laughs> but like maybe good that's it the thing is that like we just don't know yeah it's going somewhere and like i i hope that like the millennial generation is gonna end up making positive changes but i, I feel like have faith me too but i'm also scared because i feel like we're forgetting the balance side of things yeah. where it's like we're almost going too far left yeah. you know like there is a limit yeah. <laughs> to how this you know the the i guess i mean i don't know i guess it's opinion based but i feel like there's a limit to certain things no, and if, I, if we go too far then we're going to end up missing the, the mark i totally agree with you because yeah. to think that there's not a fringe on the left is insane too. oh absolutely yeah i mean like, anything too far is too far yeah there's there's a reason that moderate is a word and it's actually i think like the way to go like you got to take any conservative and, any and all information yeah. any and all data take it for what it is and try to come up with the best solution from that well and sometimes like it's just a conservative thought process to gather a lot of information first before reacting and responding and saying yeah, this guess. is the way that I want to go forward yeah. like it's that is on some level in like using your critical thinking skills yeah. the difference is is using your critical thinking skills to think about a problem and then solving it or just saying that I don't want to face this problem Emotional. it makes me comfortable to keep this problem here Emotional. for you so I'm not going to change it yep just going straight emotion yeah. and just being like nope yep yeah exactly like Life is uncomfortable. <laughs> You're oh, going yeah, to be is. faced with situations every day and scenarios every day that are going to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. But like, just be responsible in your responses. Like, be measured in your like words matter. That's yeah. one of those things that I feel like I keep saying. Words matter. Yeah. I feel like people don't think their words matter anymore. Yeah. They just throw them around. Like I've never. 
even in relationships. So everybody has, most people have relationships. You get in arguments and sometimes people say things they don't mean. For sure. I don't think there's ever been a time. If I won't say ever been a time. There have been maybe less than five times ever. I've said something I didn't mean. Wow. That I'm I can honestly not like think of. that. Because <laughs> it's because words matter. Yeah. You can't take back what comes out of your mouth. You're right. I would rather not say anything and be furious in my head at you and walk away instead of saying something that I can't take back and hurting you in a way that I can never fix. That's very mature. <laughs> I've heard that a lot. Yeah. That's like a lot of people don't but, don't do that. But that's the thing is that's <laughs> Yeah, it seems mature, but it also feels like, why isn't that more common? Because people are emotional beings and they let that win a lot. Like I'm definitely it's, guilty of that. Yeah, and know? it's because it's easy to be emotional because right. being emotional. It's an untrained mind. It's also on some level selfish. For sure. It feels good and it's vindicated in the right. moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's. Balance. It, the moral of <laughs> the moral of this episode of the podcast is balance. <laughs> Find your yin get your shit in the middle. Because <laughs> everybody, yeah, everybody's kind of pulling to one side or another. Yeah, on always, every, always, and constantly. Everything. That's a theory that I have is that like every every decision that we make, every second of every day, will sway us one way or another, positive mm -hmm. or negative, right? Yeah. And it's like you you consciously and subconsciously make these decisions that put you on that scale of a positive human or a negative human, mm -hmm. and like results happen based off of what side of that scale that you're on. But at the end of the day, you have control of that. And I feel like not a lot of people, I mean, I feel like if, mo if more people thought like that, then the world would by default become a better place. Because who wants bad shit to happen? No. No one. No I mean, one. certain, I mean, of course there's crazy Obviously. people. <laughs> right. Fuck them. We know who you are. <laughs> but for the most part. Stu's listening to this. Yeah. We know you want bad shit to happen, Stuart. <laughs> yeah, you schemey bastard. <laughs> but. But. On the most part, like for the most part, I feel like if more people focused on, you know, that every decision does have a consequence to it. And like, if you focus on positive, positive happens, then the world would probably be a better place. Yeah. Like it, it's even in conversation, every response you have has a positive or negative. Right. Like if somebody's talking to you and your response is passive aggressive, right. is your response supportive, is your response respectful, right. is your response questioning? Like Pay attention to how you act more and it will enlighten you to why you get treated the way you are treated. Nice. Like, I don't tend to have, like, I've been called a stupid bitch and stuff like that. <laughs> and I've been called bad things before. But honestly, after a lot of reflection, I've never been called anything terrible because I deserved it. Right. I've been called hurtful things because people want to do hurt me. And right. I think there's a big difference. If somebody's calling you a bitch all the time, and if everyone's calling you a bitch all the time, maybe it's because you're a bitch. Maybe you need right. to curb your attitude a little bit. Right. Have and you ever had to tell somebody that before? I've had to tell people before that I thought maybe they were being a little extra or a little bit. Um, yeah. I think there was one time I was having a conversation with my friend, and she was talking to me about her guy, and she was saying how... Like she was complaining about how he was acting and I kind of checked her on the sense of like, is it possible because I've heard you talk to him this way before? Is it possible that you're getting this reaction because I've heard you do this? And yeah, it gets people to be defensive. Right. But at the end of the but, day, when they go to bed at night, they're like, damn. 
they know I'm consistent and I'm never saying anything to hurt their feelings. Of course. And I always upfront be like, I'm going to tell you this and I'm sorry, I don't want to hurt your feelings. But, right. But you got to hear it. <laughs> but I love you and yeah. I think you need to know. And no one else is going to say this to you. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. I'm being, and it's one of those, you can be truthful and tactful at the same time. Of course. I mean, yeah. Yep. And it's, it is hard. It is very hard and it takes a lot of mental willpower. Well, and you got to know that at the end of the day, I mean, at that moment, they're going to be like defensive and upset. But at the end of the day, they're going to be like, damn, I'm so thankful that like somebody actually had the balls to check me. Absolutely. Because to me, I would rather somebody check me. Absolutely. I would rather if I'm acting out of place, if I'm really off, I want somebody to be like, hey. Get it together. What's up? Yeah. Or like, if I'm really depressed, be like, is something going on? Wake I'm, up. I'm wor- well, like, I'm worried about you. Like, yeah. you're acting different. Or bo- like, show genuine concern and insight because, like, you care. Right. Like, maybe it's just me, but I try to only keep the people in my life that I genuinely care about too. I'm not fake. Same, like, yeah. I don't keep people around that I don't give a shit about Same. because, like. That's wasted energy. And there's only so much. You gotta be worth my time for me to give a shit about you. So if I give a shit about you, congratulations. Right. That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't want to sound like that, but I agree. (laughs) It's important. (laughs) Cause the the thing is you only have so much time in the day. Right. You only have so much time. And they go fast. They go fast. So even if I only talk to somebody once every six months, I still give a fuck about you. Life's just busy. You know what I mean? But I'm still checking in on you. And I try to, and I'm very upfront about like being bad about that. Be like, I'm just, I literally, I'll read your message. And then if I don't respond within like 12 minutes, I probably am going to forget about it for like four days. Yep. It's because, well, if you're like me, you respond in your head and you're like, this response that I'm about to give will not change anything about this situation. It does not need to be said. It's fine. Like we will reconvene at a later time. Be like, you don't need my K. Exactly. I'm not going to waste my thumb strength. It's funny. Well, and sometimes I'll even like, I literally did it to you. I texted you a response earlier saying like, I'm going to go get food or something like that. And it was left as a draft in my phone for like 30 minutes until I was like, oh shit, I never said that. So that happens all the time. Now I'm offended. I'm not that important. I wasn't worth your energy to just fucking send it. I had no idea what you were doing. (laughs) No, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, it is hard <laughs> to try and be a decent person, but I think yeah. it's worth it. I think it yep. makes your life better yep. trying to be better. Yep. 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 It's that little accomplishments, loop. like little accomplishments. Like if you it, like first step is recognizing what's wrong. Like if you can recognize like what is going wrong, then you can start to take little tiny baby steps into making it better. The first step is admitting there's a problem. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, recognizing <laughs> it, admitting it, and going. Yeah. Um, like for me, I've, I'm I'm a dude, so like by default, I'm dirty, right? Like my room has always been a fucking mess. I leave uh, my dishes in my sink. Like I'm just a messy dude, right? My fucking. There's like, so many guys who look. I'm fucking clean. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. <laughs> They're not. You're like you filthy animals. <laughs> so. I've been, uh, since I bought my house, I've been like, I recognize that. I'm like, listen, I own this bitch. I'm not going to let it get dirty. Right. Like, I'm, I can't do that. I can't afford it. So, like, I've been slowly but surely, like, checking myself, setting new, like, goals, like, little tiny goals of the day. Like, don't put, like, if I make a dish dirty, don't let it sit there. Just clean it and put it away. Yeah. You know? And, like, now it's become habit. And now it's like I recognize the smallest little speck of dirt right. anywhere and I fucking grab it the second that I see it. 
And now my place is pretty. Right. It's clean. Right. And it makes me feel better. And it's like, now I know that I can control those little bits of my mind. And like, you know, like it's, it's a snowball effect it of positivity. Is, it does. It makes you feel better walking into a clean area. Oh, it's so good. And leaving a clean area, yeah. you know, like knowing that you're going to walk back to the clean area. Because, well, and also the thing is, is like, it's also nice if all of a sudden somebody wants to swing by. Yep. You're just like. Hey, Come I ain't even got to clean up enough yeah. and I ain't embarrassed by you seeing. Yep. And to your point exactly, like I've always been weird about like clutter. I don't mm. like cluttered tables. I don't like, I'm not a knickknacky person mm. because I'm just like, that's just more things that I have to clean. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> but, a good point. Yeah. And it starts and it, it bothers me. Like it starts looking messy to me after yep. a while if there's just too many things. Yep. So yeah, I'm very much like the clean off the table before I leave the room type of person. It's a Japanese feng shui mindset, by the way. Oh yeah. That like, yeah, uh, it's like, instead of cleaning up, it's tidying up. Like mm. if you don't make a mess, then you don't have to clean. Exactly. So you just don't make the mess. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which is gorgeous. Cause then all, all your cleaning really feels is like dusting and vacuuming yep. and that kind of stuff. It's like basic whole area organization and cleanliness. And when you do deep clean as it, if, if you keep shit tidy and then you do a deep clean on that, I mean, you're talking like rubbing down the baseboards, right. you know, which like right. when that's done, serotonin, like <laughs> overload of like, Ugh. you walk into your house and you're just like, just pine trees for days in here, guys. Like <laughs> all like of the aromatics. off the floor. Like I'm not even worried. <laughs> Be like, you want to have ki- like dinner on the kitchen floor tonight? Man? I scrubbed the ground. It's this. super white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've always enjoyed a really clean home. Um, it's new for me and it feels so good. It's it's a nice habit. Mm-hmm. I've I don't know. People, I th- and the thing is, is I think I'm messy. Like I look around this room and I'm like, this is a disaster right now. It's not bad. But, it, I mean, it could be. I mean, like I've got freaking heaters and I've got a fan because my basement kind of flooded. You some cable management. My basement kind of flooded. Did oh, I tell you no. about that? Yeah, that was fun. It wasn't super bad, but it figured it came over here into the podcast Jesus. area. But <laughs> so that's like, that's... all electronics were saved, uh, but there are definitely, there's definitely extra fans and things in here too. That's a frustrating dry. like thing yeah. with a house. Cause that's something that needs fixed, yeah. you know? And it kind of puts all of your other shit that you want to like, yeah. you know, it just puts that aside. Benefit of renting instead of owning. Yep. I will be buying this, but that's going to be fixed first. Nice. <laughs> nice. Cause I can't, I can't do that. Not yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, responsibilities and whatnot. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the house is a little messy because you got to paint or you got to, you know, clean up flooded, flooded basements, and <laughs> <laughs> you just have to accept that those those times it's going to be dirty, and then you'll clean it up in a couple of days right. <laughs> when it's your weekend and you're not working right. full time. Right. <laughs> and that's again, it's balance, like holding yeah. yourself to a standard of like I want to keep a clean home, but also I on the other be a side. Weirdo. But it's also on the other side of like being realistic and not holding yourself to like a ridiculous standard because right. who actually cares? We're humans. We're animals. We're not even supposed to be inside. Yeah. We're going to make a mess. Yeah, like, no one cares. Because <laughs> like anyone can come over. I'm like, oh, yeah, the basement flood. Like, oh, yeah, this sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all of the anxiety in my head of like my house is a mess is totally on me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because anxiety is great. Like just freaking out about things for Anxiety's no reason. awesome. <laughs> Because <laughs> anxiety is a motherfucker. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it leads to some great things. 
So for the record, we just paused because I had to pee and had a great talk and weren't recording. Had a fantastic talk (laughs) and weren't recording. And now we're back. But now we're back because we started talking about anxiety. Right. And we got to like some deep stuff. So we're going to we're going to try to fly back through. Somewhat. Yeah. We're going to, I mean, scratch the surface. Scratch the surface. Would be ideal. But yeah, it's, we were talking about how we have this level of anxiety where I have it, he has it, and I don't know if a lot of people do or not, but it's this anxiety of, like, being a burden, like, causing, like, I really, in my entire life, I have this fear, this anxiety of, I don't want to hurt anybody, and I'm always afraid I'm going to hurt somebody. Right. Intentionally, no, unintentionally. Right, like, you're trying to do the right thing, always, like, no matter what. Like, all you want to do is the right thing for, yeah. for yourself and then for others. But at the end of the day, like, that could lead to hurting a lot of people. Yeah, because right? it's... It's impossible to do the right thing always for everybody. Because you have to walk this line of being true to yourself and right. being honest. And being kind and considerate. Right. And you can't always make everyone happy. No, well, no. Because everybody wants something different. Right. And whether you are, like, that person in somebody's life that's going to affect them on a day-to-day basis, if that's, like, your family or your partner or something like that, there's going to be days that you're on the same page and there's going to be days that you're not. So on some level, you have to accept you're not going to be perfect all the time. But it is really hard existing in this place of, like, trying to always be perfect. Yeah. And knowing that it's it's impossible. It's impossible. It's completely impossible. But it's, like, I feel like it's okay to want that. You know, like it's okay to want to try to be the best fucking that you can. Right. But it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so get ready. <laughs> Buckle up. Buckle up because it's just a, it's a ride. It's. What else did we talk about? We talked about Anubis. Yeah. Well, I was talking earlier today. We got on that because I was talking earlier today about God and religion a little bit. Mm-hmm. And. Being an atheist, I was having a conversation with somebody who's Christian, and I was prefacing this with, sometimes whenever you're younger, things happen to you that kind of like open your eyes to reality. You see things differently after a traumatic event of some sort. And I, from a young age, was raised Christian. I believed in God. I went to church. I, you know, I did. I did the whole shebang. I believed that there was a God. And when bad things happen to you, and you believe in God, mm-hmm. you pray, and you pray for things, and all this and that. And it's a lot for children to kind of like comprehend. But on some <laughs> level, at some point in time, I saw that everything that I was doing. Praying to a God wasn't getting me what I wanted. But if I spoke up for myself and I followed my heart, that I could actually change things in my favor. Mm-hmm. You can manipulate reality. I can manifest my own destiny. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of taking control of that. Yep. It's kind of taking control of like, I have a choice in this life. Right. I am not beholden to somebody else's 
prayer. Nope. I'm I'm not beholding to wishing for something to happen and being upset and discouraged and disappointed when it doesn't. And just like hoping to the ether that like yeah. it gets better. Like yeah. instead of actually making any significant change and difference right now, which because you can do. When you're a child, all you can do is hope because oh, you're incapable so of doing anything. Right. You're not a fucking adult. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> so all you can do is be like, can you please just make oh, this situation better? God. So <laughs> So whenever you come to grips of like asking for it, isn't getting it, but doing something is. Yeah. And to me, religion was just an evolution in that direction. So I stopped believing in a God and I, and I kind of just took control of my life in a different way. It made me see life a little differently. So in doing that, I live a life where I'm kind to people I live a life where I'm compassionate, where I am sympathetic, empathetic. If you have a problem, I want to I want to hear about it. I talk to me. Like I won't have the answer, but I can be an ear for you. I can be a shoulder. If I see someone crying in a bathroom, I'm the third person that yeah, stops and goes, "Are you random. okay?" Yep. Yeah, like I'm that that's who I am at my core. And I was basically saying like the person said if they follow a life of God, and they pass away, it's a win-win for them. If they, they either are they are taken into heaven, or if nothing happens, nothing happens. And to me, I was kind of like, it's a lose-lose, because I have this mentality that if I really get to the gates, and somebody is asking me, why didn't you believe? You're not getting into heaven, why didn't you believe? I'm going to know that I believed in the things that I saw. And I saw that I could trust myself, that I knew what the right thing to do was, that I was trying to be the good person and I was being kind and compassionate and all of the good things that we're all supposed to be. And I didn't see God right. in that. And you can't help what you see. So right. if somebody says that they see God in everything, I believe you, right. but I don't. Right. And, and like, and so, yeah, so <laughs> first of all, that's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> and it immediately sparked, uh, the god Anubis in the Egyptian, um, I don't even know what their religion is really called, but in Egyptian religion, they had the god Anubis, which was the last god that you saw through a trial of different gods in order to get to the afterlife. And Anubis, his only job was to weigh the weight of your heart. So he would just pull your heart out of your chest and hold it. And if it was heavy and good, yeah. you passed on. So no matter what you believed, who you were, the mistakes that you made or anything, it didn't fucking matter. All that mattered was your intentions going into it. And that to me is that's beautiful. That's what it should be. See, and that's and that's such a contradiction because, like, with Christianity, that's oh, bullshit. I'm hell, sorry. the path to hell is paved with good intentions. Oh God Almighty! And like that to me, I'm like that's so backwards because all I am is good intentions. Right, you're going to make mistakes. Yeah, it's like, but I never wake up like, guess who I'm gonna fuck over today? <laughs> like that is never. <laughs> Even though every day every there's one motherfucker day. that's like, God, who was that? The light <laughs> is green. I said go. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're just raging out in your car at like 7.30 in the morning. Oh, no, I'm not that bad. <laughs> I do, get, I do get a little annoyed at driving in the morning, but I think, I think it's just, you know. Being awake for 20 minutes yeah, yeah. and you expecting yourself yeah, to be I mean, approachable for outside. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so not a morning person, too. Me either. No, like, as I've, soon as I get coffee in my blood, I'm good. But before I'm not that, a coffee fuck person. Off. But I'm not a coffee person. Uh, I can't do the I can't taste of it. <laughs> I know. I can't. And some people are like, Try I drink black. black. Yeah. No. Yes. No, it's uh, tar. We said Why the same doing? thing at the same time. <laughs> you gotta try it. <laughs> It's. I've tried it before. It's so strong. You got to try multiple ones. That's mm. the thing. You have to taste a bad coffee. You got to taste a good coffee because then you'll start to appreciate. Is this going to be know? like beer? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the Fuck exact beer. same I thing. I hate beer. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, this is. Can't I literally win. tried a Guinness once, and I was like, "This is like the worst two things." Because okay, so that's the thing. You tried a Guinness once. That's the problem. Yeah, because you gotta if I go. Put, okay, if I put something in my mouth and I don't like it the first time, it's I don't out. tend to do it again. <laughs> Uh, never again. <laughs> You're like, this is a one-time little tip, not good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, yeah, I tried to get this, and I was like, this is like the worst of everything in existence. I and I think it was kind of warm, too, and I was like, what? I can tell you. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I can tell you, though, coffee has changed my life for the better. Yeah. Or the worse, if I find out that I have like a strange like nicotine like or not nicotine caffeine, <laughs> caffeine. addiction, yeah, which oh, I totally do. You definitely do. If Absolutely. you drink it every morning, oh, I need it. If it's, you go without it, you're gonna have a headache. I will be half the man. You'll that go I am. through. <laughs> go through withdrawal. I almost brewed a fresh cup tonight before coming Did here. You? Yeah, of course. It was like I was like if I had time, I would definitely brew up a cup. It's like, you know. That kills me. Like, see, and that's the other thing is I don't really drink a lot of caffeine. I notice when I do, it doesn't tend to affect me that much. Do you like upper drugs? Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you, did you really. like cocaine and all that? I've tried it. I, okay, I should say I tried cocaine. Yeah. And the first two times I tried it, I did not like get, really gotcha. get anything that from it sense. the yeah. third time i tried it i was like oh i can see that i could really like this yeah. and this means i can never do this again <laughs> like, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't drink coffee yeah <laughs> see i i drink coffee but it's more creamer than coffee right 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 right. like right, and right. then i feel There's like that completely difference. defeats it the purpose does. and i'm just drinking it sweet it's a drug just like any other one yeah. you know so like and i don't need a sweet beverage every morning no, like, that's why i bad. got to black was because i was drinking too much much sugar because i love coffee i was drinking too much sugar so i just went straight to black i was like that's the only way i can still have my so coffee. what kind of coffee do you drink just black whatever whatever i can get my hands oh so on. it doesn't even matter the brand nope. you're just like i just yep, want to try just it yeah it. let's see if it's good like <laughs> <laughs> i will say dunkin donuts has one of the most surprisingly good coffees black that's actually the one we have at work it's so, so good it's so good <laughs> starbucks is decent um uh see I, i'm the person that goes to starbucks and gets a chai tea damn yeah. Try a black cold so brew. Good. Try a cold brew black one time. I promise. Try it. This is the most interesting conversation <laughs> for anybody listening. They're just like, and they're talking about coffee. We went from mental health to, to coffee. Though. This is a message <laughs> to everybody. Try it. Start tapping it straight to the vein. Cup. Just like injecting in the neck. Just coffee it's 247. It's a straight up drug. I mean, it's, it's a drug. It's, I mean... I mean, I, you know what? Honestly, I know it is because if I look at Facebook at any day, any point in time, there's at least like three coffee memes of like, I need my coffee. Right. Yeah. So y'all's addicted. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Society is full of addicts. Yep. <laughs> why why are is. human beings easy to like get addicted to stuff? Because it feels good, man. I guess. Yeah. Like it does. It does. We're but then so does discipline. So like we're. <clears throat> True. I guess it's just easier. Yeah. Well, 
frontal lobe. Like we right. are curious creatures. Right. There is a part of our evolution where some of us are adventurous. So we like push boundaries and try new things and experiment. We hear the noise in the bush and we go check it. Right. And then there's other people who don't. They hear the noise in the bush and they run away. Yeah. Or they hear the noise in the bush and they stand there and go. Fight or flight. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I think different personalities bring out different attributes. Right. And and depending on the drug, if yep. it's like an upper or downer, uh, you know what I mean? If yep. it's just blood pressure medication, like <laughs> <laughs> if it affects the body in a way that we want it to affect the body, right. we're going to experiment and try it out and use the ones that Push make us feel limits. better yeah. because arguably blood pressure medication makes you feel better. Insulin <laughs> makes you That's feel true. better. That's true. So like you're fixing a health problem, but on some level you're fixing a problem. So right. a lot of people seek drugs because they're trying to fix a problem. A lot of the time, For the problem sure. is reality. <laughs> yeah, which can be fixed in they a myriad up. of other ways. See, they wake up and they go, oh, this again, and they drink coffee, or they wake yeah, up and go, oh, me. this yeah, again, no, or they go on. heroin. Like, <laughs> Right, dude. Oh, I'm so glad I got coffee instead. <laughs> Roll like, the dice, and I pick up coffee, and I'm like, fuck yeah, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got a 16 on that one, plus plus no addiction in the, in the history. Like, oh, I got a bonus. Yeah. Just rolling up the character. <laughs> it's funny though, because like um, coffee reminds me of doing Molly. It's very like it's a very subtle like euphoric. Is, I've Molly literally addiction. never heard that really comparison before. I've never done Molly. Okay, but I do know it's. Oh, I guess I've done ecstasy. It's once. like the ultimate. Like you can talk to anybody. Drug, right? Well, so I would say ecstasy was the closest thing. To right, that, same thing. But I think, it was like yeah. insanely high levels right. of it. So imagine that, but more like reasonable. Like, and so now like, I can speak, social and I can have terrified. a conversation to anybody, but it'll be normal. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, you know, like clenching my jaw. I was going to say, it is interesting when people are on drugs and they're trying to have a conversation with you oh, like, or out, or drunk and they're trying to be like, no, I'm totally sober right now. I mean, like you are You're leaning fucked. at a 45 degree angle against that wall. There's you no, haven't blinked once yeah, in two minutes. Literally each of your eyes is dilated at a different, like this. Your tail is literally your whole body, guy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I think I am pretty bad about, like, if I'm drinking. I think I have a good tolerance. I can't tell when I'm drinking if I come off more drunk than I feel. But I probably do. Yeah. Considering how much it takes for me to feel a buzz. Yeah. I probably... I pride myself on, like, being responsibly, like, fucked up. Like, I can drink a lot in... I don't really have that threshold of, oh my God, that guy is so drunk. Yeah, I've you never know? been blackout drunk. I've never been that. Right. I've never been that kind I'll of drunk. I'll black out, but you won't know. <laughs> like, it's like, it's a pride Oh, that's of a mine. dangerous. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. great. Oh, well, that I think is a good place to leave this. Probably. We've talked about a lot of things. It's been a great conversation. For sure. And I really hope other people have enjoyed it as much as I have. Um, I'm probably going to have Warren come on here and talk to me again. Yeah. So if other people agree, you should like send me messages yeah. and, and confirm that this is also wanted because I want it. Until next time, guys. Tell Stu that I've burped on his, uh, <coughs> on his pop filter. <laughs> I'm going to save that as a sound bite, just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the ASAP pod. <laughs>